0: Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning, brave souls. Um, I'm always late for Mass. Like, not really late, but I'm like, I walk in two minutes before Mass. And today I thought it would be just me. I was like, it's just going to be me. Got to get everything set up and everything. And so it's great to have you all here with me. Um, For those of you at home, total chumps. Um, (laughs) No, I'm I'm the one who canceled all the rest of the Masses. So you can blame me. Um today I just want to slow down a little bit um and just very simply go through our gospel. But today's one of those days I feel like when we have um snow apocalypse or what's the other one snow um what a wonderful day when you go home today or if you're at home today. Um what a wonderful day for a little bit of a quiet day to reflect on our gospel and on the things that matter. Today, I want to talk with you about a central theme uh, in our gospel, but also in our second reading. And it's something we as Catholics, oftentimes when we think about this, we go into kind of defensive apologetic mode. And I want to take us out of that today. And I want to talk to you today about how faith saves you. Usually when we hear faith saves you, what we think of is, well, we're Catholic and we believe that you have to live a good life to go to heaven, and that's absolutely true. But usually that's where we place the emphasis because we get a little defensive. And today, our gospel very clearly says to us that if you have real faith, your faith will save you. And I just want to talk about what that means. Every year in RCIA, at the beginning of the year, one of the things I say to people is that a natural thing we do with God is people come to God and they kind of cross their arms and they say, okay, Jesus, if you're really God, prove it to me. And, and I tell people every year that if they come to RCIA with that attitude, and if they approach God with that attitude, what they've done, first of all, they'll never come to faith if they keep that stance. If we turn to God and we have our arms crossed and we say, okay, God, if you're real, prove it to me, that's the opposite of faith. And what we do intrinsically, people don't always mean this, but what they've done in that circumstance is they have made themselves the judge of God. But for those of us who come to faith, when we really have authentic faith, the opposite happens. And what happens is when we come to the light, as John says today in John 3, when we come to the light, we find not that we have grasped the light, but that the light has grasped us. It's an amazing thing. And so kind of a starting image today is that sometimes when people, by the things they love and by the things they, they hate, sometimes it tells us more about them than it does about the actual object of their love or of their hatred. You can tell a lot about someone by what they love, right? So if someone if someone comes, you know, like one of our staff uh, asked me for an Italian recipe, and so I gave it to her, and it's amazing. They're probably watching right now, and one of the family members did not love the recipe, and I was like, that says more about her than it does about my pasta, right? (laughs) May may God have mercy on her soul. There's something like that happening today in our gospel. So John today, and again, you should go home today and read about this. You should go read John chapter 3, Right, the context, this is Jesus still talking to Nicodemus. It so says, John today says, and Jesus says, and this, what's happened is Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, and then John kind of goes into a flourish. He kind of zooms out, and he goes into just a, a kind of a monologue. It says, he who believes in him is not Condemned. The word there in Greek is krisis, the same word as judgment. He who believes is not condemned. And I just want to point out something obvious here, really quick, is that that cannot mean believing just means I believe he exists or I believe he died for me. It cannot mean that. In the New Testament, faith, the word pistis, faith, never means simply I believe something's true. It never means that. In fact, one cool thing, the word pistis, faith, can either be translated faith or faithfulness, and it's the same word. You can only distinguish by the context. Faith always contains, authentic faith always contains in itself, obedience and love. It always contains that. And what powerful words today, brothers and sisters, He who believes in him is not condemned. He who does not believe is condemned already. By the way, I don't want to get too technical this morning, but in that passage right there, it says, he who does not believe is condemned already. The the grammar of that sentence indicates that this is not someone who said, well, I don't believe, and it's just the end of the story. The grammar there in the Greek shows this is someone who would continuously chooses to not believe in Christ. And so just like if you come to my house sometime and if I make you like, last night I made homemade gnocchi, and you don't like the gnocchi, that says more about you than it does about the gnocchi, right? John is saying here today that if you do not f- see Jesus for who he is, that is not a judgment on Jesus. It's a judgment on you. And here's how Balthazar puts it. A lot of books today. <clears throat> Balthazar says this. He says, and I love this line, there can be no neutrality in the face of him. There can be no neutrality in the face of him. No avoidance No avoiding his gesture of embrace, of gathering in. If we are not for him, we are already against him. Baltazar here is saying, right, when when absolute pure light, when that enters into the world and into our lives, there is no fence sitting. There is no neutrality in the face of Jesus Christ. We cannot sit on the fence in regard to him. When pure goodness, when pure truth, when pure mercy, pure love enters into our world, if we cannot surrender to that, it says more about us than it does about him. Brothers and sisters, what faith means, St. Thomas Aquinas says this, Is it what faith is? Faith is an obedient surrender to the light. Faith is an obedient surrender to the light. That kind of faith will save you. It will save you for all of eternity. When that goodness breaks into our lives, and notice also the emphasis is always on God first. God breaks in first. That's what St. John is getting at today. He who believes in him is not condemned. Right? When you see him, when the light breaks into your soul, and your response can only be a yes. It can only be a yes that says, I will follow, I will obey, I surrender myself to you. St. Augustine will talk about how when we have faith, you can't really separate it from love or obedience. If I have real faith, all these things are one. He who believes... Is not condemned. He who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. What if, imagine, think of it this way imagine if truth himself appears on the stage and you reject truth himself. The truth is not thereby judged. You are judged by your rejection of truth himself. It's a powerful thing to meditate on. And today what I want to leave you with is a simple meditation from St. Francis to Sales. Today as the snow falls, right, when you go home with your families, when you're praying and just enjoying this day, take a half hour today. And I want you to think about your life. What is the basic direction of your life? Are you the type of person that when Jesus broke in, you said, this is it, This is everything I was made for, and my life finds meaning in him? Or are you in love with other things? Each of us has that choice. So St. Francis de Sales, he's a Reformation-era saint. He's an incredible saint. He's the saint who taught me how to pray. And in one of his meditations, he gives us something like this. And so today, go home and do this. There's a couple easy steps. But here's what St. Francis says. He says, place yourself in the presence of God, right? So when you go home today, turn the noise off. Place yourself in the presence of God, meaning I know God's here. I know I'm with him. Implore him to help you. And then here's the key. Here's what I want you to do today. He says, imagine yourself to be in an open field alone with your guardian angel. I have done this meditation many, many times. And I imagine myself in this field and I get on my knees and my guardian angel stands with his hand on my shoulder. Imagine that you see there the devil seated high upon a huge throne attended by many infernal spirits and surrounded by a great throng of worldly people with uncovered, who with uncovered heads hail him as their Lord and pay him homage. All right, so you're kneeling there, you're on your guardian on angel's next to you, and you see Satan on a throne, and you see a great crowd around him. Some pay him homage by one sin and some by another. And he goes on and he describes that in some detail. See how they are without rest, without order, and without decency. See how they despise one another and make only a false show of love. In a word, you see there a commonwealth lying in ruins and tyrannized over by this accursed king. All of this will move you to compassion. So, I know this is a lot, but hang with me. So, you're in that field, and you see that on one side of the field Satan on his throne. I always imagine it very loud, lots of commotion, lots of things going on. But in the end, there is no love in that place. On the other side, you see Jesus Christ crucified. With heartfelt love, he prays for these poor, tormented people so that they may be set free from such tyranny, and he calls them to himself. Around him, you see a great throng of devout souls together with their guardian angels. Contemplate the beauty of this devout kingdom, How beautiful it is to see this throng of virgins, men and women, all whiter than lilies. This gathering of widows with sacred mortification and humility. See the crowded ranks of the married who live so calmly together in mutual respect, which cannot be had without great charity. He'll go on and on, kind of like me. But I love that image, and what what St. Francis will say is that when you're in that field and you're meditating, and you see the great contrast, right, on on the side of Satan, there are all these things that look super appealing, but they leave everyone hollow. But on the other side where you see Jesus crucified and those around him— they may not have, right, all the things the world can offer. But in that place, there is faith, hope, and love. And perfect joy. And what St. Francis will go on to say, and I want to leave you with this today. When you go home, what when, when he says is when you're in that field, realize that this is the reality of your life. That either of those places lies in front of you. And you have the power to choose either one, and either one of them will accept you. And he talks about your saints and guardian angels will call out to you, and they will say, it's not as hard as it looks. Come join us, come to peace, come to joy, come to freedom. And at the end of the meditation, he says, make your decision. And brothers and sisters, this is faith. Faith is not just, I believe Jesus, your God. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose. That is not faith. Faith is an obedient surrender in love to the light. Jesus, I choose you. So St. Francis says, do that. Today, go home and do that. Get on your knees. Imagine yourself there. And make that choice. Today, you know, you're probably not going to be driving a lot. Right? In all the normal busyness of your life, the things you have to do, step back away from those things and make a choice of heaven. And see, all these things in the world that pull at me, today I reject them. And I reject them forever. Today, Jesus, I choose faith. Right? And so, Lord... Right now, and I just invite you to make this prayer in your own heart right now. Lord, I despise the things of hell. But all the pleasures, all the enticements that the world and Satan can offer me, Jesus, today, right now, in this moment, I reject them. I despise them. I want nothing to do with them. Jesus, today I choose you. I choose heaven. I choose faith, hope, and love. Jesus, I will be obedient to you. My faith will make me surrender to you, surrender my thoughts, my desires my heart, my soul, my mind. Lord, may my faith make all of those things obedient to you. Jesus, today grant us authentic faith, Lord, that we may know that those who believe in you will not be condemned.